If you think commercial real estate is just about those traditional core sectors of office, retail and industrial, today I want to open your eyes to a world of possibilities by introducing you to one of our members inside CRE Success. So stick around. Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now he's your host, Darren Krakowiak. Hello and welcome to episode 133 of CRE Success, the podcast. My name's Darren Krakowiak. I help commercial real estate leaders to develop their people and to grow their business. Always appreciate you taking the time to spend, you know, around 15 minutes with us. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome to this content. And if you've been with us for a while, I really appreciate you continuing to support us. Now, today we're going to be talking to Celestina Ramo from ASL Real Estate. She's an agent in childcare sales and leasing. Before we meet her, you will note that during our conversation, we're going to be talking about some of her experience as a member inside CRE Success. And I have a special offer for you because you've taken the time to listen to this episode. If you want to get access to the live monthly training, the group coaching, the six-module digital course, which is called Top Performer that we've created especially for commercial real estate agents, plus tons of bonus content, which is all accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week via your desktop or on your phone through our app, then all you need to do to get access to that is to open up your email and send an email to hello at cresuccess.co. That's the email address, hello at cresuccess.co. And just put in the subject line, $100, because that'll tell me two things. One, that you've been listening to this episode, but two, that you're interested in finding out more about our special offer that allows you to get access to all of those things and get started for just $100. Now, I can only promise to be able to provide that offer to you until, let's say, the 30th of June, 2023, right? So as long as you're listening to this within three months of us releasing this episode, you can get access to that offer. Now, if you're listening to this after the 30th of June, 2023, you can try your luck and maybe the price will have gone up and perhaps I'll tell you that it's no longer $100 to get started, but I'll still let you know how you can get some support from CRE Success. But if you're watching us before the 30th of June or listening to us before the 30th of June, 2023, $100 in the subject line and send us an email, hello at cresuccess.co. Let's get started with the interview. Celestina Ramo of ASL Real Estate, welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Hi, Darren. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm really excited to speak to you today because you come from quite a unique business. ASL Real Estate has a unique position in the marketplace with a focus on some emerging asset classes within commercial real estate that I'd call the care sector. So healthcare, childcare, and aged care. I'm interested to know, and I thought a good place for us to start is when and how did you start your focus on commercial real estate, on, sorry, on childcare assets? Yeah, sure. So um, I've been in the industry for over 20 years now, um, but probably started focusing um, specifically on childcare about 15 years ago um, and then more so into businesses 13, 14 years ago. So 
Um, yeah, I've been very fortunate to be involved in a company that has um, some very interesting sectors that you can get involved in. And then I um, was had that opportunity in front of me and I ran with it um, and started to really enjoy it and um, just just know more and more about it and get better and better at it. What were you focused on before childcare? Uh, so I, I started off um, where a lot of people start in um, in residential sales and I trudged through the mud and the, and the rain and put the boards out and all of that. Um, and then I was doing um, some aged care and then got into project management of um, retirement villages and I spent quite some time doing that too, which was um, which was really fun too. Excellent. Well, what makes childcare an attractive asset class for you as an agent, but also for your clients to invest in? Yeah. So, um, just as a little background of, of the of childcare, just to explain what we do. Um, so, we have a number of facets of the childcare um, industry. So, we sell businesses, um, we lease new centres, and we lease old centres that may have been vacated for one reason or another. Um, we sell freehold investments where you've got a tenant and you've got an investor who will buy that asset um, for a return. Um, and we also have um, a section which deals with the project management, which is actually starting right from the start, getting the land, building the centre, finding tenants and then selling it at the end um, as well. Um, so what makes it attractive to me is um, I actually did come from a, a primary school teaching background, so I had a, an interest in that, that kind of sector um, anyway. Um, and really dealing with um, really interesting clients and a, and a diverse group of clients. So I might be dealing with a, a business owner who's selling a childcare business um, or I might be dealing with a developer who is um, who is going through the whole process of building, leasing, selling. Okay. So childcare is different in some ways, but I guess there's also a fair bit about it that is quite similar to the core commercial real estate markets that most of our listeners are typically dealing with, your retail, your office, and your industrial. Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about how you achieve results and how you sort of grow as a professional. So with that in mind, can you tell me about how you grow relationships in the market and how do you garner loyalty from your clients? Yeah. The thing that comes to mind with that question straight away is just to be an honest, just to be honest and to be real with people. Um, and very obvious, but to to tell the truth and give a give give a real picture of things. Um, and in that way, then, um, the, the clients that I deal with, um, they come back to me and then they also, um, they refer me to other people in the industry as well. Okay. So being honest and what was the trustworthy and how do you actually get those referrals? Is it something that you ask for? Is it something that you find naturally comes to you? Can you give us some insight into how that might work? Um, I have sort of found that that does, that does, that does come to you, but it, 
going, you know, one step before that is that you, you just have to stay in touch with people. Um, so the industry is very specific. So there's lots to know about the industry. There's lots of regulations. There's lots of things in the news all, all the time about the funding and um, all of those sorts of things. There's um, things that you need to know about the buildings and what um, what what sort of regulations need to be followed by people who are building these buildings. So there's lots of information there. And if you keep up to date with that, you become a good source of information for your clients and then they feel comfortable that they can give you a call and then you're always front of mind as their go-to childcare person. Um, And so if it's not them that, that is needing the service at the time, then someone that they know might be they might be speaking to they go hey just give a call to sales team yeah and i think one of the things that we talk about in the program is looking for triggers to be able to contact people for a reason and if there's lots of things that are going on in your industry that gives you the opportunity to share information that's valuable to your uh, past clients then that also one it adds value to the relationship but two it keeps you top of mind when they do see whether it's future needs for themselves or needs for people who they know that, that they can refer to you. So that's that's really helpful. A um, couple of things that are interesting about you. One is that you work remotely for part of the week. How long have you been working remotely for? How many years? Uh, so right through COVID, I worked remotely. Um, but um, since we've all come back to the office, um, which is so, so as of last year, um, I've worked Mondays and Fridays at home. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the office. Okay, so that's pretty typical. But were you living um, in the regional area before COVID, or was that something that started during COVID? Yeah, so I was in the region uh, in the regions before, um, and so I was doing a lot of travelling. Um, and yeah, so so this was sort of a nice progression into um, yeah working from home a couple of days. Yeah, okay. So I, I guess- consider it a privilege as well. Actually, it's it's been really helpful. Yeah, so just for, for context, you live about, well, one of your homes is about two hours from, from Melbourne, where you're office yeah. mm-hmm. You're working Mondays and Fridays from there. And I think that's one thing that some of my clients struggle with is, um, as leaders, should we be providing that flexibility to our employees in this industry? But also as employees, how can we make sure that we use that time to be productive when we're not in the office? So um, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear a bit from you about that. But also, you work with an assistant and another common struggle that I get from people is, um, you know, how do I understand how I can get the most with my own productivity and the productivity of my assistant so I can save time and so I can make more? So I'd love to hear a bit about your strategies for managing time with both of those things going on. Yeah, so um, I like to think of um, the working from home as an advantage, um, particularly because my work takes me all over Victoria. So, um, you know, I'm not just, I'm just not restricted to the CBD or to any one part of Melbourne. Um, so, you know, I might be in the outer eastern suburbs one day and then I might need to go and do something in the west. So you, you become very organised um, at, at your time management so that, you can do things that you need to do on the on the western side when you're going that way, um, and then when you during the week, you you just manage your time carefully. Um, and I think for me, um, working from home actually gives me back about four or five hours just in travel time um, every week. Um, so 
you know, when when you've got that time to and you use it wisely, um, that that does a lot for your um, even for your your mental health as well because you're sort of less stressed. You're not tearing around the countryside. And just to clarify for our audience, because I know this, but they may not know, is that you live in Melbourne for three days a week while you're in Melbourne those days. Correct, yes. You're not commuting for four hours on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. No. Um, In terms of working with the assistant um, and being out of the office, um, you do have to have a lot of trust and a lot of confidence in your assistant, um, but you also have to set yourself up for success too. So you have to to, um, make sure that you utilise what you can um, to make sure that um, that everything's efficient. So um, we utilise a system um, called Box and Dice and I use that for tasks and we've got tasks that are all set up. Um, we have little meetings um, on the days that I'm not in the office um, and I just make my expectations um, very clear and um, make my instructions very clear as well. Um, and then we've automated... Um, a number of things, and this has come from you, Darren, actually, is that um, we've, we've put our systems in place so that tasks that are done over and over again are automated in our, um, in our box and dice system. Fantastic. So um, I'd love to hear a bit about the work that you've done with CRE Success, but before I ask you about that, I'm just interested generally, how do you look to continuously improve yourself as a commercial real estate professional? Hmm, okay. So um interesting. So I've been in the industry a long time, but it doesn't mean that I can't learn new things and um and, and there are plenty of new things um to learn all the time. So um I guess you know a work-life balance is really important to me. Um and commercial real estate sort of allows that, I think, more more than residential. Um, real estate there's sort of a um we don't work on Saturdays for a start <laughs> well exactly and you can kind of funnel your your um your workload into your work days if you're if you're organized enough and of course there are times when you've got late nights and I do have a lot of late nights during the week um because I I make sure that you know if I have to go and look at a childcare center after hours I just make sure that I do that during the week I schedule it all in um yeah um and of course I have joined up to CRE success to to keep myself focused on what I'm doing as well okay so what was the decision that led to you becoming a member in the middle of last year um, so I just, um, I had actually um, joined up. Um, I, I saw something on LinkedIn that I that I wanted to, I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll listen, listen into that. So I, so I joined up, listened in. I took so many notes um, and I thought, yeah, this is really good. Um, this, is, this is some training that I definitely thought I could um, benefit from. And what have been some of the benefits for you since you've joined? Um, I think um, one of the things is setting goals. I think it's really important to set goals and I haven't been a goal setter, uh, but I, I am trying to be a goal setter now uh, and be accountable about those goals. Um, and, yeah, and when I started, I, I set myself up with a goal. I gave myself about three months to achieve that goal. It's taken me nearly 12 months. <laughs> 
but but I've got there, um, so that's good. I thought you were going to tell me that you did it within one month, but um, it's still a good news story because you got there in the end. So I'm happy. I was a bit ambitious, I think. <laughs> okay, and, and what part of the, if you like, program is it that you like? We have a few different elements in terms of, you know, conversations that we've had, whether it's the online training, whether it's the monthly sessions. Which, which one is it that's most valuable or impactful for you? Um, I, I think um, the, the one-on-one is really, really helpful. Um, I think um, a lot of commercial real estate agents, um, like we don't know, well, for me personally, we don't know a lot of other commercial agents in the industry because it's quite insular, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, there's, there's not other agents that do it. So it's very handy to have um, another perspective, an outsider's perspective on things. Um, and um, so the one-on-ones I really enjoy and then the monthly um, catch-ups are really helpful. Like I said before, I just take so many notes and then I go over them um, and then if there's some strategies, um, we can we can use the strategies and then even adapt them to your own situation as well. Yeah, I think what's interesting about your personal circumstances is that you work in a very specific area of commercial real estate and I do occasionally get some inquiries from people saying, oh, I, I don't work in the traditional commercial real estate market, so I'm doing this, it's quite specific. And I, I sometimes try and tell people, you know, this is still a benefit for you, but I'm pleased to hear that that is where potentially the benefit is. If you're working in quite a specific part of the industry, that you'll get some exposure and some um, networking opportunities with with people who are in um, other areas of the industry, which may not mm. usually happen if you're, you're quite micro and specific. Yeah. Um, you got any advice for people who are, whether they're thinking about joining the program or just thinking about investing in themselves generally? Um, yeah, absolutely. Just just don't even think about it. Just, just do it because the investment pays itself back you know, tenfold immediately. Um, and there's, there's just fantastic things to learn, keeps you on track. Um, and the, the training really keeps you focused on what you're doing. And it, it allows you to just focus on what you're there to do, which is to, to list and sell, um, to do that in the best way possible and just drown out all the other stuff that is that is not really important that can happen in, in any kind of real estate. Just, um, just keep you focused um, and keep you accountable. Excellent. Well, Celestine, you've been a, a great member. You've been very focused and involved, and that's the reason why I asked you to come onto the show today. The last question I've got for you is for any of your fellow members who are listening who are already in the program, what would you recommend that they do if they're already on the inside to get more from the experience? Uh, yeah, just adopt. Just adopt some of the strategies that, that you suggest. Um, like, for example, um, one of the things that I picked up was to you said stop stop listening to the news 50 times a day and so now when I'm in the car um I'm in the car for an hour at least a day anyway so at 8 30 I just pop on um the app and I'll have a listen to you know for you know 20 minutes half an hour until I get to work um but that was really great advice it's just a really simple thing that you can adopt that can make a big difference better than listening to a shock jock who's going to rile you up and um, get you focused on something else as opposed to your professional growth. 100%. Well, um, really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much for being a member. 
And yeah, I wish you all the very best for the remaining few months of your first year in the program, Celestine. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed meeting Celestine, our special guest from ASL Real Estate here in Melbourne. Really great to get an understanding of how this platform can support you, even if you don't work in one of the traditional asset classes or the main asset classes, if you like, in commercial real estate. I guess if you're a mainstream investor, commercial real estate is already an alternative asset class, but within our world, childcare is an alternative asset class within what some people consider to be an alternative asset class. As a reminder, if you'd like to get started in the program that Celestine is already in, you can type $100 into the subject line of an email that you send to hello at CREsuccess.co and we'll send you all the details of how you can get started in the program with us. We would love for you to join. Thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at CREsuccess.co.